Hi everyone. Today's a bonus story time episode for the Soar podcast. I wanted to take a moment during these crucial times full of struggle and quarantine due to COVID-19 to provide some entertainment for children who may be bored or who may need something to cheer them up. When I was 11 years old, I had a really good friend named Karan. He was really good at drawing and we loved creating things together, like comics or characters with special stats. It was silly, but it was really fun too. We had an idea to write a book together. He drew and I wrote. Today, this book is available on Amazon and Kindle, and I often look back towards it to remember the fun times I used to have with Karan. Because that same year, He moved to California due to his dad's job. Now, sorry for getting off topic. Let me get to the point. The book that we wrote together is a collection of 11 different short stories. I called it 11 by 11 because I was an 11-year-old and there were 11 stories. Today, I am going to be reading the first story from this book. Now, to be honest, I was a child. The content is kiddish. It's for children. I would recommend these stories for elementary school children. Now, it's time to begin. The first story is called Journey with Joey. Oh no, I said. My kung fu teacher, Mr. Shouwoon, was extremely ill. He only had one week left until he would breathe his last breath. The doctors from all over the land said one thing consistently, that the only thing that can save him is the is gold flower soup. I continued to ask more doctors because I couldn't believe it. The is gold flower was the rarest flower in the world, almost impossible to get your hands on. There were only five left, but it was clear I would have to retrieve one. It would take two days to make the soup, so I had five days to bring it. I later learned the tedious process I would have to go through to secure this rare precious flower. First, I'd have to go through the ghost tree forest. Then, I'd have to run through the burning plains. And finally, I'd have to climb up Freezerit Mountain. Freezerit Mountain was the tallest mountain in this entire mystical world. I finally reached the ghost tree forest at noon, the first day out of the seven. I had to hurry because at the seventh midnight Mr. Shouwoon would pass away. I started to run really fast and didn't look where I was going. Since I wasn't looking, I tripped over a branch and my knee started to bleed. Suddenly, I heard a voice. "Are you okay?" I answered yes, but wait, who said that? "I did. I'm Joey the turtle," said the voice. I looked to my left and saw a turtle standing beside me. He looked big and calm. He seemed as though he was quite old. The turtle asked me where I was going, and I pondered why he would want to know. But I decided to answer his question. So hesitantly I answered, "Freezerit Mountain." He said that's where he was going too. He asked if he could come along. "Fine, but don't slow me down," I said. Okay, I won't," the turtle claimed. 
He wasn't bothered by my remark, which I thought would make him lose interest in coming along. We came to a junction, one path taking us right and another taking us left. Joey was so annoying because he kept on singing obnoxious poems. He started singing, Go to the left, you won't be upset. Just be a dasher, you will get there faster. You will find that flower within a couple of hours. What on earth is this guy singing, I thought to myself. Well, I might as well go right. It looks closer to the burning plains. And so I progressed towards the right with the grumpy Joey. It was dark, so we set up camp. Early in the morning the next day, we left again. Soon, we approached two signs pointing different ways. Joey started singing once again. Go to the sign which points to the line. Go on the line and you'll be fine. Go on the dirty road and you will reach without getting bored. Just follow me along as I sing my song. I didn't go on the dirty road because I'd get muddy. Ugh. I had half the mind to tell Joey to get out of here and go alone, but I didn't want to hurt his feelings. We barely reached the end of the burning plains. We almost got fried. There were lava geysers everywhere. We had to do a lot of dodging. Joey made it even worse because I had to wait for him all along the way. He was so slow. We were tired, so we slept. When we woke up, we set off for Freezer at Mountain. Along the way, we encountered a terrible blizzard which held us back. By the time we reached the bottom of the mountain, it was late at night and we had to camp. Now we were left with only two days to get the flower and go back. The next morning, we started again and made it up halfway the mountain and then saw two caves. In one, there was a huge animal. It looked like a bear, but we weren't sure. All we could see were two yellow eyes. Joey started singing again. Go in the cave, just be brave. Go in the cave with the bear, he won't even care. Just tiptoe by him quietly, because he is sleeping silently. I had enough of this, but by using a lot of willpower, I restrained myself from yelling at Joey. I decided not to go in the cave with the scary animal when there was another one next to it that seemed safer. We made it three-fourths of the way. From walking on the ice since the past two days, the blisters in my feet became so painful that my feet gave up so we had to camp again. We reached the top of the mountain at noon the next day. We couldn't find the flower anywhere. I sat down to rest for a few minutes when Joey started singing again. Look beneath your feet, just check underneath. Look under the snow, what do you know? The is gold flower, there you go. Wait a minute, go to the left? Go to the sign which points to a line, look beneath your feet? Were you telling me shortcuts and the right decisions to make on this trip? I panicked with the realization. Uh, duh, said Joey. 
I started digging underneath me and found an isgold flower. The most delicate, beautiful thing I had ever seen. I was awestruck by the beauty of this flower. Realizing my dilemma, because I couldn't touch the flower, Joey gave out his wisdom once again, but this time I chose to listen carefully. Soft as it may seem, tender it is not deemed, you may cherish what you behold, the aura of is gold, just go ahead with the purpose in mind, for the benevolent one, your hand it finds. I got it! I stretched my hand towards the flower with a request in my eyes and Mr. Showen in my thoughts, and the majestic flower rose up into my palm. I softly closed my fist, and surprisingly the big flower fit just right. It was time to go back, and we hurried, using the shortcuts that Joey had described previously, of course. It was two minutes before midnight on the seventh day. Oh no, he had drank it a minute too late. His journey on this earth was over. I had lost my master, my mentor, my guru. I was crying, but then I heard a shouting voice. Oh, you fool. This was all just a test of friendship, listening, and your loyalty. Mm, I believe you passed the friendship portion by not shouting at Joey and taking him along. You passed loyalty because you tried to save my life even though it was impossible to get the flower on time. <sighs> but you miserably failed listening. I mean, are you deaf? Go to the left. It's plain directions. I'm sorry, master, I said. I'm sorry, Showen, but I differ from your opinion. I think he passed. He listened on the way back and he fixed his mistake. And that's what's most important. On the way there, he didn't listen because he couldn't understand. But once he did, he listened and followed. He listened and followed along," said Joey. "I know that we have been friends for a long time, Joey, but I think that I am the master, and I should decide whether he is eligible to pass." He fixed his mistake on the way back. Learning from your mistakes is what's most important," clarified Joey. "Hmm, I guess you're right." You've always helped me with my most difficult tests and decisions. I could never thank you enough for that. As for you, congratulations. You have passed and graduated. You no longer need me as your master, bowed my master Showen. I was glad. I had accomplished such an exhaustive and extensive training. But I was extremely sad to leave my master, my new friend Joey, and this training academy, which was now a home for me. As I bowed and left with my last regards to all, I heard a poem call me back, maybe for the last time. I know it's sad for you to go, it's best when birds that once fly leave the nest. Suddenly, even Mr. Showen was heard singing, you don't have to leave this training dome, you can stay in your little old home assist my friend to teach and test for all those who come can try to learn to be the best
Thank you, Master, for giving me a new purpose in life and new challenges to look forward to, I said. I was bewildered at the generosity of Mr. Showen, who gave me a home and a chance to continue my life's journey with Joey. Thank you so much for listening to this first story out of the book 11 by 11, and I'm sorry, because singing is in my forte, and I'm sorry if it made you uncomfortable, but thank you, and see you next time with either another episode for a podcast on more books, another book trailer, or another bonus episode. Thanks for listening once again.